This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Kevin Durant heading to Beantown? Is there a chance? And should the Celtics go all out to land him? Hey, Bill Belichick's doing some unconventional things. That's never happened before. We'll dive into his latest strange off-season activities. And who makes an NBA list and then doesn't put Michael Jordan number one? Say it with me, Nicholas Wright. That's who. We will have that adorable debate. <laughs> Coming up in just a little bit. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome to a very special post-vacation edition of First Things First. Belichick doesn't need coordinators. Nick doesn't need Jordan at the top. Feels like a Monday, doesn't it, guys? Good to see you again. You're looking nice and tan. Oh, great to see you. Listen, Brew looks tan. Wilds looks shockingly not as tan. I don't know, is is the Handsome Men Club (laughs) have a rule against that? I'm a little surprised. Oh, well, then we got to fix Wilds. We got a lot to do today. Let's get right to it. Get right to it. We only got two hours. We better. We got to start this morning. With a report from Shams just 10 minutes ago, the Boston Celtics, get this, have offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a draft pick to the Brooklyn Nets for one Kevin Durant. Brooklyn said nope and is asking that any proposal include both Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Picks and perhaps another rotational player. Woo! Great way to start this show. Broussard, I'll ask you. Should the Boston Celtics go all in for Kevin Durant? Absolutely, Jenna. Without question. Now, that's assuming all in means anyone's available except for Jason Tatum. And I'm not saying Tatum's better than Durant, even though he outplayed him in the playoffs. But he is 24 years old. 24! He's been to three Eastern Conference Finals. And Kevin Durant, with his injuries over the last few years, I wouldn't give up Tatum for him. But everyone else, yes. Buy Jalen, buy Marcus, buy picks. All right? And here's why, Nick. Because in Boston, it's not about being in the hunt. It's not about being an Eastern Conference finalist. It's not even about getting to the finals. It is about winning championships. And right now, as great as they were last year, I don't have them as the favorites in the East. I don't think you, I don't think most people have them as the favorites in the East. I got Milwaukee. If Brooklyn stays put and the team psychiatrist travels with them to games, they could be good. Watch out for Philly and Miami. They're right there as well. I'm just saying, get the mind right and the rest will follow. So I, Uh I, if I'm Boston, I'm trying to win right now. And if I've got Kevin Durant uh-huh. and uh, 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 Jason Tatum and then some of the other yeah, guys sure. that play hard and defend, oh, yes, they are the favorites in the yeah. East and maybe in the entire league. So go for it. Absolutely, go for it. Well, listen, you, you said a lot there I agree with. The only thing I might disagree with is you said the Boston Celtics are about one thing, winning championships. 
Well, I mean, they've won one championship since the Reagan administration, so I'm not certain if they've really been that about it, about it. However, with that said, I understand your general point. We go back far enough in history, and they were once upon a time about championships. Now they're really more about being in the hunt. So, I, and I, listen, I think I can thread the needle for you, Wilds, because they, they offered brown and white. The, the Nets want brown, smart, and other stuff. I think brown plus Time Lord... And at three picks might get it done. No. And I think if you're the Nets, it's like, oh, a young, defensive-minded center. We had that once upon a time, but we traded him because we had to get DeAndre Jordan minutes. And so you can undo that move. You can get Browns. You do all this. So I think maybe this trade actually does get done at some point. But Bruce said something I agree with, but I want to throw to you, which is the Jason Tatum question. Because the simple trade is Kevin Durant. For Jason Tatum. Now, because Thank of you. salaries, you'd have to throw in like Senator Grant in. Williams and Sam Hauser. But you could, it would essentially be one for one. No picks. You know what I mean? Our, our budding superstar for your current superstar. We get the better player. You get the longer runway. And the reason people don't want to do that, and the reason I even had Tatum as one of the 10 guys that I wouldn't trade uh, straight up for Kevin Durant is because of the age. But I was listening to your buddy Bill Simmons' podcast when he did his trade value thing. And it was a really good, aside from the fact he had LeBron 35th, it was a really good overall exercise. But he kept saying something that made me kind of pause, which was he also had Mobley super high and Edwards super high. And he also had some, you know, Chet really high. And he kept saying, well, I'm not trading 15 years of player X for three years of Kevin Durant. And here's what it, here's why I bring it up. It, 15 years of player X is not a thing anymore. Jason Tatum's got three years left on his deal. Hey, that You know how long that means Jason Tatum's guaranteed to be in Boston? About a year and a half. I'm not saying Jason Tatum's going to demand a trade, but in today's <laughs> NBA, with, with the player mobility, and with the guys demanding trade within contracts moving around, is it possible we are overvaluing a guy's youth because mm-hmm. the assumption had been, well, his career will be spent in one place? Says who? You know, for Dirk, Duncan, and Kobe, yes. For everybody else, no. So I wouldn't do Tatum for KD, but I am softening that a bit because I've been thinking about Tatum for the next 10 years, but it might be that the Celtics would have KD for the next three years, Tatum for the next three years, and then he leaves. So who would you rather have? So I'm you're the Celtics fan. I'm curious how all this lands with you. Okay, so I'm a basketball fan, and I occasionally root for the Celtics. And when I am rooting for the Celtics, Broussard, you know what I'm interested in? Championships. I'm not. I'm not interested in Thank oh you. three Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, thanks. I would make the KD for Tatum move immediately to the point where. If you look at, we read Woj's article, the fact that he's like, ah, oh, Tatum's off the board. And like, ah, are we sure he's off the board? Or are we just saying he's off the board? And I know it's like, well, like Nick said, longer runway. I also think KD's game is going to age like a fine wine, like a fine Lobos tequila, which is top five tequilas I just read on LeBron's Instagram. Congratulations. So I think his game is going to age beautifully. So, oh, maybe it's three years. Maybe it's five years. A seven-foot guy who can just nail mid-range jumpers. Yeah, I think that's going to translate. So, Broussard, if you are actually, if you are actually about going all in, 
in winning championships, then I think you should be with me and say, yeah, include Tatum. Do Tatum for KD because that is the championship move. No, I wouldn't do it. Um, and I look, Kevin Durant, again, I still think he's better than Jason Tatum. But his health, he played 35 games, uh, 55 games each of the last two seasons. I can't be certain about KD. And you're right. His game will age well, but will his body age well? And so I am not doing that while. Mm. But here's a twist on what you're saying. If I'm oh, the Nets, twist. I'm not doing this deal unless I get Jason Tatum. Period. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Time okay. Lord. It's not enough. Because outside Lord, of Jalen Brown is a second. Jalen Brown is a second guy. It, at best, right, That's on a championship game team, That's at right. best. The rest of those guys, I like them. Time Lord, uh, Grant Williams, Derek. I like all of Marcus Smart, but I think they're closer to system players. They're great with Emil Doka, with Brad Stevens and the, the culture in Boston. They're not going to be great or fantastic just anywhere. They'll be good hustle players. But if I'm the Nets, I got Kevin Durant for four years. I'm not giving him up unless Jason Tatum's coming from Boston. Yeah, I said Maybe. it. Maybe. Okay, well, of course he said it. Even though, listen, Woj and Shams both reported, and I thought this was the other big news of this, that KD has not softened his trade demand. This idea that KD was throwing it out there, seeing what would happen, and they might back off it, that to me is real news. But here's the other real news of this. You know who also sees the Shams report this morning? That the Celtics have offered Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown sees it. And Jalen Brown, we saw some social media stuff where he felt a little... Uh, un- oh, okay, Wilds. Hey, buddy. I'm going to tell you right now, KD? you can say that's a compliment. I understand. You can say it's a compliment. But if it was in the New York Post this morning that first things first offered me for Charles Barkley, yeah, you could say, hey, well, he is the best in the business. That's a compliment. You know what I would say? You know what? Screw you guys. You go work without me then. Get Chuck. You can share him with the live tour. I'd be angry. So you can say, and, and listen, Chuck's the Sir best Charles? in the business. He's better than me. But the idea, I, I know you all would do it. <laughs> I'm show. just telling you, the human, it would be a, good, it'd be a better show. I understand. The human element would, it, it plays into that. And you know what, Jenna? Charles wouldn't have MJ third. And you guys would lose this next segment. That's what you'd lose without me. That's what you'd lose without me. I saw you guys. No, I never thought about it. Is that a thing, Sir Charles? Would he do it? Would he get up this early? Uh, No, he wouldn't do it. We all want to know. Okay. Other questions. Get on the phone. Questions on our mind this morning. Did Nick really make an (laughs) all-time NBA list and not put Jordan at number one? Chuck would have. We'll make Nick explain next. Okay. You know what? I would. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. First things first, hey, no better way for us to come back from vacation than with a healthy goat debate. And that's exactly what's about to happen. So Nick's been working on a list of the top 50 NBA players of the last 50 years. And coming in at number three, the guy most people have at number one, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, MJ, the goat. Oh, this is going to be fun. Nick Jordan at three. Please explain yourself. Okay. Listen, and here's where I think that I'm going to get a little agreement from Brew and maybe full agreement from Kevin Wilds. Because nobody is shocked that I have Jordan behind LeBron. So I want to focus on the Kareem part of this. And where I think I'm going to get agreement from Brew is this. You can make a legitimate argument for three guys as the GOAT. LeBron, MJ, and Kareem. And if you're going to do that, one of them has to come in third. So a guy who could be the best ever is going to be, on some people's list, the third best ever. For me, that person is Michael Jordan. And here's where I think I'm going to sway Wilds. But, Brew, I know you're going to go next, but Wilds is a little bit open mind. Because I think I'm going to tell Wilds some things he might not know. So why do I have Kareem wow. ahead of Michael Jordan? Quite simply, he did so much more in the league. I've heard Kevin Wilds and others say, well, yeah, LeBron's 10 trips to the finals. If he had six rings with those 10 trips, then that would be more impressive than Jordan's six rings and six trips. Well, that's Kareem. 10 trips to the finals with six rings, and by the way, also six MVPs. What about scoring, which is what Jordan did best? Well, Kareem had the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. He also set the record for most points in a career before I was born and holds it to this day. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 15 seasons, finished top five in MVP voting. Michael Jordan did not play 15 complete seasons. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was first or second team All-NBA, 15 seasons. Michael Jordan did not play 15 complete seasons. What about as an old guy? Because I've heard you guys explain to me, oh, Jordan came back at 38 years old. And led the Wizards to 37 wins. Kareem, at 38 years old, won (laughs) finals MVP. Michael Jordan, at 40 years old, averaged 20 points per game for another 37-win Wizards team. Kareem, at 40 years old, averaged 22 points per game in the finals. And at 41, 
in a game six, had the final play of the game drawn for him, hit two free throws, forced the game seven, won another championship. So that's as an old guy. What about as a young guy, Brew? Both were drafted to 27-win teams. Michael took his 27-win teams to 38 wins. Kareem took his 27-win team to 56 wins. Wow, that seems impressive. Oscar wasn't there yet. Year two, by the way, Kareem won finals MVP, league MVP, greatest season arguably ever, 66 wins. Michael uh, was swept in round one and his team won 30 games. What about, what about, wait, that's youth. What about pre-youth? And again, it's, it's college and high school doesn't count here, but when it's this close, we're going to throw it in. Pre, yeah. In college, Michael Jordan was a really good player, good enough to go third in the draft. Kareem, was 88 and two, oh. won player of the year all three years, <laughs> won championships all three years, and won final four MVP all three years. And then, oh, we want to go a little younger? Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar in high school was 79 and two. Michael Jordan in high school was cut from his team. So yeah, oh, I'm going to go ahead wow. and say Keep Kareem maybe the better player. No, that's it. That's it. No, that's it. Okay, that's it, well, Kareem. Going. I'm going to make the case. It's the audacious case that the guy with the most points, the most rings of the era, and the most league MVPs is better than Michael Jordan. It's an audacious case, but I just made it. It is audacious. And and look, Nick, I love, you know I'm the wise elder statement. I actually saw Kareem play, unlike you. I watched him live, all right? And I I like hearing you give him his love and his props. Okay, yeah, yes. I like hearing you give him his props. Mm -hmm. But, Nick, out of respect for Kareem and LeBron, I'm not going to call this ridiculous or ludicrous or absurd. I'm just going to say you having Michael Jordan as the third best player ever, or really of the last 50 years. I don't know. Maybe you got uh, Kuzi or Petty. No, it would be the Jordan. No, no, it would be. Okay, this is ever. Well, for this top, whatever. Okay, no. But this is just wrong. You're wrong. You're flat out wrong. You're egregiously wrong. You're so wrong that all basketball friends, save you and and probably Isaiah Thomas. My man, all right? From baby boomer, boomers to Generation X, Y, Z, Alpha, that's the new kids being born. They're all looking yeah. at this oh, like, what? Alpha. They're flummoxed. They're yeah. astounded. They're aghast. Nick, come on, man. Michael Jordan is not the second best player ever. And he's certainly not the third best player. Michael Jordan oh, we is the GOAT. Period. The end. No player, Nick, and you'll have to agree with this, has dominated the NBA like Michael Jordan has. Bill or Wilt Chamberlain did statistically, even more so, sure. but he didn't win. Only two rings. Bill sure. Russell did in terms of winning even more so with 11, but he didn't dominate individually in terms of statistics. Only Michael Jordan has the incredible combination of individual statistical dominance and winning a ton of rings. All right, How let me Kareem see the screen. It? Check out this full screen. I'm about to show you. Yeah. Right here, LeBron, yeah, okay. Kareem, I'm waiting for the screen. Can I see it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, that's too Michael much. Michael Jordan did that. more in fewer seasons. He, You're right, he only played 15 seasons. LeBron and Kareem, eight, 19 and 20. 
Jordan's got more rings than LeBron. He's got six of those categories, categories tied with Kareem for titles. Most three-peats, there have only been three in the last 50-some-odd years. Jordan's got two of them. Most yeah. finals MVPs. Uh -huh. League MVP, one below Kareem. Most scoring championships. Look, he led the league yeah. in categories 13 times. Kareem, seven. LeBron, two. Nine-time first-team all-defense. Right and then PER for the analytics nerds. He's the best ever. Yeah. All right, Kareem, <laughs> Nick, I, I don't want to take anything away from you. Kareem was not the best player on his last three championships and arguably the last four because in 1982, Magic Johnson led the Lakers in rebounds, rebounds, assists, and steals yeah. and averaged 18 points to Kareem's 23. So he, George, Magic was the finals MVP. So when, when Kareem was at his most dominant individually, he wasn't winning. He only won it with Oscar and Magic. And then he missed the playoffs twice at the height of his powers, yeah. once in 1975 and 1976. Yeah, once and he broke his hand. in those two years, and when Kareem was most dominant individually, Nick, guess what? I'm surprised you didn't yeah, notice yeah. as a historian. I half of, lot, of the best players the in the world, in the half of the best players, half of the best players in the world were in the ABA. No Dr. J, yeah. George Gervin, Dan Is we could go on and on and on. Yeah. So you can't take that out of the conversation. And yeah. we saw Kareem get outplayed in playoff series. Moses in 81 and 83. I won't even mention Elijah Wan in 86. We never saw Michael Jordan get outplayed in the playoff series. A game, maybe, not a series. Jordan raised his oh, scoring never? by three points, his rebounds and his assists never? in the playoffs. Kareem oh. actually dropped slightly in points, rebounds, and blocks in the playoffs, but essentially yeah. it was the same yes, as his regular season. But Jordan yeah, lifted okay, it up. Hold on, hold it's, on. it's wild. It's not, yeah, but that's it's because not even close. That's because nice the, the playoff stuff that was unfair. Yeah, but he was because cut. Jordan wasn't good enough. Hold on, hold on. Jordan wasn't good enough to at age forty to get to the playoffs. Kareem's first twelve years in the playoffs averaged a tidy 30, 16, 4, and three. Jordan, of course, only made the playoffs How many rings? 13 seasons. You guys, you guys would count 12 though, because you don't count the year that he played part of the season. Here's the problem though with Bruce's graphic. I could also make a graphic if I wanted to tilt it, because you didn't include finals appearances on the graphic. You did first team all NBAs instead of overall NBAs. Because it's about winning. Instead of overall where Kareem has it's 11. It's about winning. No, I don't, don't show me, don't show me Bruce. I almost included it but to give the Brown one the, the category. I want to show you something. I want to show Wild something sillier than, than Bruce's graphic. Which is why I did the cream. <laughs> because can we show Those the, are the tweet? Key. Those are the, the key. Tweet? Categories. Please. Oh, your key categories, yes. This Wilds, is not, don't you think just well, maybe? Ridiculous. I agree with you on that. Wilds, don't you think just maybe, maybe, that, and don't you think maybe that has polluted America's, in, that everything being Jordan, 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 that Jordan was voted a better college player than Kareem, That's when ridiculous. Kareem was the by 88 and two and was player of the year all three years won national titles all three years that maybe wilds people are underrating kareem is it possible one okay this is ridiculous and you have a point it was a big it was so bad it was a major news so story bad. the results of this poll <laughs> here's the thing it's hot in the summer we're starting to we're starting to turn our attention to fantasy football 
And haven't you ever been in a fantasy football draft where you're getting all ready, and all of a sudden you look up at the end of round two, and it's like, oh, it looks like the person with the first pick has won. The reason I tell this story, Nick, is if you and I were out having a few cocktails, I'd say, hey, let's draft our, the best players of all time. And like we were starting a team, but I get to go first. And I say, and I'll, just according to you, I say, I'll take LeBron. And now you have Kareem and Michael Jordan on the board. Are you really going to say, yeah. oh, you know what? I'll take Kareem. How long so then play I have LeBron league? and Jordan and you have Kareem. Would you actually do that? How long do we, how, is the league for, for one year? normal career. For one year, I would take Jordan. Kareem over Michael Jordan. For one year, I'd take Jordan. But if I get, I get 20 years of Kareem, how about a 17 decade? are outstanding. No, no, how about we go Kareem's whole Kareem career? You, got magic magic you don't need to stop it. You got magic decade. too? Just because. I guess you're getting magic you said too. said longevity overrated. All right, we'll get back to this. Unbelievable. Again, first we got to turn our attention to Kyler Murray. Boy, did he cash in. But is Arizona going to come to regret Kyler's payday? First things first, back after this. Okay, here we go. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray agreeing to a new deal. Five years, $230.5 million. They really had no choice. You, you got to pay him or you run that risk of a messy start to the season. Makes Kyler the second highest paid player in the league. Nick, you had your doubts about Kyler's durability, among other things. You think Arizona will regret this? I mean, I, I don't think this contract's going to age well. And <laughs> here's the deal. People, everyone's like, oh, you have to do it. No, you don't. You don't have to do it. And the idea of, oh, you can't have Kyler be unhappy. Sure you can. Like, the, in this instance, you can. The NFL is not the NBA, and quarterbacks after three years are not guys who are about to hit free agency. It's just, it's just different it, metrics. And here's the issue for Kyler's contract. The, can we show my quarterback pyramid for a moment? And I know there's somewhat controversial, the pyramid within the staff, but does anybody think Kyler is a top seven guy no does anybody think he's a top eight guy no top 10 maybe you'd be like oh, i'd rather have him than dak or deshaun watson sure but i know you guys think russ should be up there so like he's what is he the ninth 10th 11th best quarterback in football we've seen him in one playoff game he was horrific in that playoff game had 140 yards had a 40 passer rating and every single year brew Come December, he's bad. Just bad, I think, because he gets banged up. So, no, I don't. Listen, right now, Kyler and Kingsbury are both locked up through, like, 2027. I'm certain one of them's not making it to the end of the deal, and I'm not that confident that either one of them's going to make it. I, I disagree, Nick. Uh, I'm fine with this deal with the Cardinals. I don't think they'll regret it. When he look, when he first made this demand, I did think it was ridiculous, and I felt like you did. Look, come out and play, all right. But then I started thinking about it, Nick. And a couple months ago, I realized, you know what? If they don't pay him now, guess what? Next off season or the off season after that, you're just going to end up paying him more. All right, we saw it with the Cowboys with Dak. They may have been able to get Dak in what the high twenties at one point, twenty eight million a year. And they ended up paying him 40. All right, so they did the right thing. And I'm not saying he's Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. 
But I do think the top 10, several of the guys in that change every year or every few years, and he could move up into it. And look, the fact of the matter is this. They were 3-13 and and hadn't made the playoffs in, what, three years when he got there. They've improved every year, and last year they win 11 games and make the playoffs. Unless you're giving all that credit to Cliff Kingsbury, you got to give Kyler a lot of that credit. And Wilds, he's improved his completion percentage, his yards per game, and his passer rating each of the last three years. So I think he is on the rise. His running, he ran less last year. So he shows you he can do it with his arm. DeAndre Hopkins missed the Hopkins missed basically the second half of the season, and Murray still was effective. So I think it was fine, and um, they had to do it because he is a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I guess he's also 22, 23, and one in his career. So does that warrant the second biggest contract ever? I guess DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss more games this year, so I hope he comes out of the gate strong. And here's the thing, Cliff Kingsbury, Nick. Had this quote out in a, a podcast. I'll read it to you. I thought it was eh, a little bit too far. You see the market for the quarterbacks, what guys are getting paid. There's very few QBs when you line up every Sunday and say, we have a chance. Our guy's one of those guys that gives you a chance. And that is best. I don't know who's better in this league. Huh? Are you I sure? Do. I mean, are you? Are you <laughs> I, so do I. So does everybody. So does yeah, Kyler Murray when he reads this quote. He's like, ah. That's nice, but that's a little bit too much. So, look, I, I, I think they're. Lo- I agree with you, Nick. I think they're locked into Kyler now. So maybe clip goes. Here's the other little minor league story here. Mahomes was asked about his contract. Nick, just quickly, because I know we got to move on to the baby goat. Do you think Mahomes ever has to go back? To the table and be like, "Hey, now, did you see what Kyler's getting paid? I'm much better than Kyler." No, that, my deal. He doesn't have to go back. He doesn't have to go back to the table. They build him a table in his house, and they come to him every three years to per tribute, and he gets a little more money. Gotcha. But Mahomes, Josh Allen, Mahomes said he's set for life, buddy. Hopefully, and then Josh Allen breaks hopefully, it. Hopefully. Uh, wow, it's you and I on the same page. He's set for life with, you know, three million bucks. Bill Belichick doing some Bill Belichickian things this offseason yet again, this time for officially not naming offensive and defensive coordinators for the upcoming season. I'm not big on titles, says the greatest coach in NFL history, who I'm sure would be upset if they took his head coaching title away. Wild, something or nothing. Tell me. That was just, I just read that. Oh, I wrote that. I mean, that, I know, first I'm of sorry. all, I just it, the words came they out could take his head coaching title away and just have it be czar, just czar of the Patriots. Oh. I would be okay with that. Look, I know yep. people are trying to take any opportunity to load up their quiver and shoot an arrow into the greatest coach of all time. But there, we have a long storied history of Bill Belichick either not having an offensive coordinator or not having a defensive coordinator. The last time he didn't have either was 2010. And what did the Patriots do, Nick? Oh, a lowly 14 and 2. No, 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 but they had Tom Brady. I get it. We had Tom Brady. Did Tom Brady control the defense? Because we didn't have a defensive coordinator either. So am I worried about this? No, not one iota. In fact, I'll go the other way. Have three, you got three head coaches. You got Matt Patricia. You got Bill Belichick. You got the mighty Joe Judge. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling spectacular. Okay, about it. so here's the problem with 2010 analogy. 
Yes, you had Tom Brady. You had one of Tom Brady's greatest years ever. He had 36 touchdowns, four picks. You had the Gronk-Hernandez combo. You had the whole thing. But, yeah, they did go 14-2. and two. But, Wilds, I didn't look this up this morning because I didn't have to. Because the 2010 NFL postseason is seared into my memory. Like the 2007 right. college basketball national championship game. And like the Pat- or the Bucks chiefs Super Bowl. The memories of the times I lost more money than I maybe had to my name gambling on an event. And that event, Wilds, was Patriots-Jets divisional round of the playoffs. So that 2010 season when you had no coordinators and it was all good. You know what happened when you had that extra week of time to plan and prepare and it was Bill Belichick talking in a mirror? Hey, what do you, should we run on defense? What should we run on offense? You let Mark Sanchez come into your building and kick your ass. You trailed the entire second half. I cried. I hate the Patriots and I cried. Do you know how many people I had to borrow money from to pay back the scary people I owed money to? Because I put the Patriots money line in every bet that week. Every, how could they lose? Really? Yeah, they lost. They, they lost to Mark Sanchez at home <laughs> in the divisional round. It happened. So uh, now you guys, bro, they're not going to worry about that this year because they're not going to make the playoffs. But yeah, I don't. Wouldn't use 2010 as the example of. Oh yeah, it's all fine. You lost to Mark Sanchez at home in the playoffs. Give me a break. Wilds, I hate to tell you, but Nick is right. Uh, the pay- This does not bode well for the Patriots. I'm not worried about the defense. Sure, they don't need a defensive coordinator. Belichick is that. And heck, so was Matt Patricia before he became a head coach. They're defensive guys, so they're going to be fine on that side of the ball. Offensively, you brought up all the, the past success. They have never won a Super Bowl without an offensive coordinator, whether it was Charlie Weiss or Josh McDaniels. And then I mentioned the three guys that are calling play. Belichick, Patricia, both defensive guys, and then uh, 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 Joe Judge? Judge. That's who the offense is in the hands of? Those three? Yeah. Wilds, they're in trouble. They're not making the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, guess what, Broussard? Lap it up. In the break, lap it up. Joe Judge style. Why don't you lap it up for that (laughs) thing? Uh, Back to our top story. Kevin Durant to Boston. The Nets and Celtics are talking about it. So will we on the other side. First things first. Major League Baseball returns to the place where dreams come true. Relive all the magic when the Reds take on the Cubs at the Field of Dreams, August 11th, only on Fox. Two days shy of my half-birthday. We're talking this morning about a Shams report from a few hours ago. The Boston Celtics, you guys see this, have offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a draft pick to the Brooklyn Nets for Kevin Durant. Now being shopped to Boston, we're hearing. Brooklyn said nope. They're asking that any proposal include both Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart picks and perhaps another rotational player. Brew, I got to ask you, should the Boston Celtics go all in for Kevin Durant? Uh, yeah. No question. Look, in Boston, they're about banners. They're not about getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, even getting to the NBA Finals. They are about winning the Finals. And as they're currently constituted, look, they had a great season. Uh, They got to the Finals. I was with them throughout the East. But 
I don't have them. And I don't think most people have them as the favorites in the East this year. If Milwaukee's healthy, remember, uh, Chris Middleton was out during that series. If he's healthy, I think I have Milwaukee as the favorite. If Brooklyn yeah, comes back as they are oh, without making trades wrong. and they got the team psychiatrist oh. sitting on the bench ready to console oh, guys mentally if, if things go awry, then I like B- Brooklyn too. And then you got Philadelphia oh, yeah, and do. Miami lurking. So Boston's tough. But they're not the favorites in the East. If they get Kevin Durant, then Nick, they are indeed the favorites, I believe. And so I go all out to do it. The, the report from Shams was that the Nets want Marcus Smart, as Jenna said, and Jalen Brown and some picks. Do it. Do it. Jalen Brown's the second guy. Marcus Smart, I love his energy. I love what he brings to that team. But they just got Malcolm Brogdon. He would help. And you got Kevin freaking Durant. They should go ahead and do this. They'd be the favorites in the East and have a great chance to win another championship yeah. in Boston. So, yeah, go ahead and do it. As long as you don't have to give up Jason Tatum. Yeah. Win another championship in Boston. Yep, it'd be their second in the last 35 years. It'd move ahead of the Raptors in that standings of championships since the fall of the Berlin Wall. They've been thirsting for that championship, too, since Reagan was the president. An old title town, Beantown. Wilds. Here's the thing here. I would make this trade as well. I, obviously, the Celtics would do Jalen Brown plus Derek White in the pick for Kevin Durant. Shams said that's what they offered. This is, a, you're, you're a Celtics fan along with Knicks and your new frisky team is the Pelicans and you like, you're keeping your eye on the Thunder. You got a lot of teams, but you're a Celtics fan. Real so I, I'll lean on you on this. Jalen Brown was drafted by the Celtics, right? And Jalen Brown has yeah. been nothing but a great citizen with the team, a leader on the court and off the court, uh, has been you know, an exemplary player, done everything that a team, when they draft a guy, asks him to do. And the moment Boston thinks they can get someone better, they'll trade him. That's one of the reasons, by the way, why it's going to be hard for me to ever come down on Oh, why can't contracts mean anything? Kevin Durant's got four years left on his... uh, Kevin Durant, the moment he thinks, I might be able to find a better place, he's going to try to get there because he knows the moment a team thinks they can do better than you, they will move on from you. Be damned the fact that you helped lead the team to the finals two months ago. We can get 5% better, we're going to do it. Here's the question I have for you. With the theory being Boston, the reason they maybe wouldn't want to do this, Antoine came on here and said, you have this great continuity. You have all this depth. It's going to take Jalen Brown and another starter and maybe another player and a bunch of picks to get this done. Is it If they're going to make the trade, I wouldn't do it. But is okay. the simpler one you simply wouldn't. saying keep everything I wouldn't do this. I would do the Jalen Brown. The thing I'm not, I wouldn't do is what I'm about okay. to propose okay. to Wilds. Kevin Durant for Jason Tatum, straight up. And then you have to throw in a yes. little bit of salary. Sam Hauser, you got to go. And here, the argument there would be, you saw what that team, you know, that core, that coaching staff, plus a player of Tatum's level can do. Get to game six of the finals. If you keep everything in place and flip Tatum out for Durant, that to me 
makes you potentially more championship ready than trading a bunch of pieces out, keeping Tatum and getting Durant. Is that, I, again, because Tatum's only 24, I, I wouldn't be able to pull the trigger if I were we Boston. Stop? But as a part-time Why? Celtics fan, wh- how does that sound to you? That sounds fine with me because my patience has worn thin. Ooh. And the idea that you're going to kick this championship banner down the road, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next year. Broussard, I would be fine with, you know what? We were in the finals. We got there through a Chris Middleton-less Bucks team. There's no guarantee we're going to sniff the Eastern Conference finals again. Let's make a move by trading Jason Tatum, who is not as good as Kevin Durant, for Kevin Durant for the next few years. And we'll cross the bridge of 2027 or whenever when we get to it. So I know you're thinking, look, well, you know, there's so much potential. Like, we just saw Jason Tatum in the finals. Point blank, he wasn't that guy. You can say that he's young. I get it. But I would take Kevin Durant in the finals over the Jason Tatum we just saw in the finals. Then there's another argument that's like, well, you know, he's too young. He was only 24. Okay. Well, when Kevin Durant was young, he played great in the finals. So, Broussard, if you're at, you're trying to have it both ways, bro, and I'm going to try to stake you to one position. Either you do believe the Celtics should go all in and try to raise a banner, or you don't. Because if you're not willing to trade Tatum, you are sort of planning for your, for your future. So, so I hope that convinced you to just say, yeah, I'd go all in, trade Tatum for Kevin Durant. Look, I I agree with you. I think Kevin Durant is still better than Jason Tatum, even though Tatum outplayed him fairly convincingly when they met in the playoffs. But I I got Durant right now over him. But you you poo-pooed this, Wiles. Tatum's 24. 24. He's been to three Eastern Conference Finals. He's getting better every single year. We all just watched him again. What's the ceiling? Outplay Kevin Durant. Okay. And Durant has. It's his ceiling. He's a superstar. I don't think he'll he'll never be Kevin Durant, but I think he can get somewhat close. And here's the thing: Durant is Durant. Durant. Sure, he's Durant when he plays, but he's played 90 games in the last three years. Even if you take off the year, his first year in Brooklyn when he was out for the season. 90 games in the last two seasons. Now, here's the let me throw this to you, Nick. I would do that if I'm the Nets. In fact, if I'm the Nets, I'm not dealing with Boston unless you offer Jason Tatum. Of course you do if you're the Nets. I'm demanding Jason Tatum for Kevin Durant. So I'll flip Let me it put that the way, question the a little differently to you, Brew. Other than Jalen are good role players. Brew, over the next three years, if, if the NBA, if Adam Silver came out and said the NBA is done in three years, professional basketball ceases to exist in its current form, it, over the next three nice. years, who would you rather have, Kevin Durant or Jason Tatum? Tell me that, and then I've got, and then question. I'll follow up. Probably in the Durant. next three years. Durant, okay, Durant. here's why Here's why I bring it up. And again, I wouldn't, but it's not for the reason Wilds thinks. It's because Jason Tatum's contract is up in three years. And that is assuming he honors the whole contract. And I, it honors is the wrong word, but I'm saying doesn't demand a trade. The I, Jason Tatum is 24. And Wilds' buddy Bill Simmons was making this point his trade value thing with the young guys. Oh, you have 15 years of Scotty Barnes. Oh, you have 15 years of Cade Cunningham. The NBA has 15 years of those guys, we hope. But one individual team does not. 
And the point I'm making is, is Durant's uh, under contract for the next four years. His contracts don't matter all that much. That's fine. Say three years. It, it, is Tatum's youth that important when a guy can leave? When a guy, when, when, and everybody leaves these days, everybody moves on at some point. But they leave so bad that's the franchises, point I'm struggling franchises. They don't, I mean, most guys have, like, Durant wants to leave because Kyrie's made a mess of things. They hired Steve Nash with no coaching experience. Granted, it was his idea. New Orleans never really been a strong franchise with AD left. Most sure. of the times, Nick, most, not all, but most, because Kawhi fair. left San Antonio. They don't generally leave stable organizations. That's I'll say that. That's fair. That's a fair point. It's good to be back, Jenna. Well, it was a great wild, show. You can ask Kyrie go what it's like wild, to be in Boston. You don't yeah, give up Jason Tatum. Nice, Nick. Can't believe oh, you. Broussard's not done. Broussard's not done. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>